and welcome to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. Every week we watch a movie and sit down here to talk about it. I'm Mel. I'm Katie. And we're your hosts. This week we watched The Breaker Upperers, directed by Madeline Sammy and Jackie Van Beek and released in 2018. The plot of The Breaker Upperers goes something like this. Two women run a business that helps people break up with their significant others. Um, and as we usually do, we'll do a bit of a spoiler-free section uh, up front to tell you whether we think you should go and see this movie. And then we'll get into more spoilery stuff. Um, yeah, I think this is a really good year for comedies. Mm. It just is. I mean, there's been so many good comedies this year. Um, this is a little more what it's, it says on the package yeah. than some of the other stuff we've seen this year. It is kind of a raunch, raunchy female-led, um, very Kiwi comedy. <laughs> um, yeah. If that sounds like fun to you, then definitely go see yeah, it. Yeah, if you've enjoyed the the run of Kiwi comedies, mostly from Taika Waititi and like also going back to like Flight of the Concords and stuff, this, this is, is absolutely up your alley. This is doing a lot better on women than either of those. Yeah, yeah. But yes. <laughs> Um, yeah. Well, yes, because and this is actually like a really good example of somebody who um, using their platform to bring other people along. Yeah. So Taika Waititi has, um, you know, obviously mentored these two women and helped out with getting this movie made, and Jermaine Clement as well, um, who helped out with getting this movie made for them. Mm. Um, and it's it's actually in Australia at least it's got like um, a really wide release. Like it was mm. on every hour. Yes, we had. A thousand and one choices of when to watch this movie um, when we chose to watch it. So um, that is quite good to see a movie like this getting that support. And the cinema was pretty busy when in the session we were in too. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. I think it's I think it's great that it's getting that support. I think, um, and I I do think like if if this sounds like it's up your alley, then it will be up your alley. Like it mm. is funny. It it hits all the notes that you think it will hit. Mm. Um, it's not particularly unpredictable or surprising or anything like that but um it's really well put together it's not too like it's not too cringy in the oh my god i'm watching a local movie kind of way oh no not at all (laughs) um it's it's really well put together and really well made Mm. so um which Mm. is my was my main concern going to see it Especially with that at trailer that we saw before it from for the movie Some, with Eddie Izzard, oh where you're God. like, "Why is he in this terrible thing?" Look, let's be honest. Australians are terrible at making movies, and New Zealanders are actually quite good at it <laughs> at the moment. This yeah. hasn't always historically no, been no, the no, case. it hasn't always. But like, yeah, New Zealand runs rings around our industry at the moment. At the moment, yes. Um, but I have also seen New Zealand movies that give me the same, yeah cringy kind of oh god yeah <laughs> sense so i'm glad this didn't no no um but yeah it's it's fun and if you think you'll like it you will like it yeah i i certainly had a lot of fun watching it and a few good laughs like these are terrible people that you're laughing at like and you're watching them you know get their comeuppance and um i also like the way it uses the traditional um rom-com format um, yeah to kind of work it all out which is um they're terrible they're terrible people they're also really bad at making life choices is the main terrible people making terrible decisions well see they're not always terrible people but they do make terrible decisions yeah every time they every time will make the bad decision yeah Yeah. so like right and up until the end they every time that you think oh don't make that choice they will always make that choice they definitely Um, will so we should probably get into spoilers. I don't think that's really a spoiler. No, 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 no. Um, um, yeah, like, no. I mean, people who whose whole job is breaking up couples. Yeah, they're they're going to be bad people. I think that's not a spoiler. But yes, we will now though get into spoilers for the breaker uppers, um, so we can talk about it in more detail. I don't know. I mean, maybe controversially, I think that the um, service of like when they, you know, when they do the country song, 
And they're like, she doesn't want to be with you anymore. And then they go. That one was great though. Like when they fake someone's death, that's, that's just awful. like horrifying because, but they've, I don't think they've ever faked somebody's death. They fake missing appearances. Per- yeah. yeah. Oh, it's still kind of awful though, because it like they've, they've, well, they'll have families and stuff like yes. extended and family who will think they're disappeared and not just the significant other. And yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and like, we see the Celia Piccola's. Um, boyfriend it's like it's not a it's a it's a disappearance but it's like it's an implied suicide which is pretty horrible like they found his stuff at the dock and all they found was his watch mm-hmm. kind of thing it's pretty horrible yeah but you know the boyfriend has to be more horrible he's the one who wanted it in the first well, yeah, place exactly like um, he's the worst these yeah. but um yeah I, I mean yes that and i think it sort of implied that they kind of started out doing one thing and that it escalated yeah and it it the thing is, it's such a fun ride. Mm. Like, it's got all these great comedic actors in it. Yes, it um, does. Like, really. Yeah. <laughs> really great. But, um, yeah, that I don't know. I, I just think the idea of a service to, like, for people to be like, he doesn't want to be with you anymore, kind of good. I mean, I don't like confrontation either. I mean, that's... It's not just co- confrontation, but it's also, like, people who are good at handling, like, you, you know, who are... Who are um, not going to get upset when people get upset. It's, right, right. It's nice to have somebody around like that. Yeah. Maybe they could be like more of an assistant to breaking up. Like, yeah, I think yeah. that would be quite good, to be honest. Uh-huh. Um, but like, you know, it's the conceit of the movie and, and yeah. it has to go into really extreme places for it to be funny. So, yeah, yeah. And it just, it just is. Like, I particularly liked um, uh, the actress from of the world of people who was playing um, yeah, Jackie Van Beek's yeah. mother. Rima Tewa, Rima yeah. Tewa, yeah, we, uh, Rima, Rima Tewiata. Yeah. She was great. <laughs> playing this really posh lady, um, which was just a great kind of, um, with a great private school accent. And um, Anna Scottney, who was Seppa, she was so funny. The, um, the girlfriend. The girlfriend. Right, with, the, 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 with the braids. braids. Yeah. She was so funny. And also was a good singer, as is um, uh, Madeline Sammy, who's, you know, one of the leads and the director. Yeah. Both, I thought both she and the boy were really funny. And he is the boy from Boy, I just found out. Yeah, yeah. James Rolleston. I haven't actually seen Boy. I but, have, I've yeah. seen a bit of it. I want to see the whole thing, but I've only seen like chunks of it. But yeah. No, um, he was great. His kind of like innocuous teenager. <laughs> like he, um, maybe he's like, he's kind of wide eyed and naive, he's dumb. like a teenager. He's in this dumb. beautiful, yeah, but he's like this beautiful idiot. Yes. Kind of in that sort of like teenage Hemsworth boy kind of way, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've uh, also got that innocence of like being a teenager and being yeah. like completely oblivious. Oblivious is the word I was looking for to the yeah. world. And he he was fantastic as well. He was very fun. Like it, he was to me one of the funniest parts of the movie. Mm. I thought. Um, but both of them are doing kind of bigger performances. I thought both the leads were really good as well. Oh yeah. And Rima Tewiata is like a, a legend, honestly. I've seen her in three things mm. and she's so great in all three things. Like, um, that, so I saw her in this little, um, Kiwi horror movie called Housebound a while back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is pretty good. It's all right. Mm. Just a, um, kind of a ghost movie sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and she plays the mum in that, but she, does things you wouldn't expect. And then, of course, she was fantastic in Hunt for the Wilder People, like that I, Ricky Baker song. The craziest thing is I didn't even recognize her as the same person. Like, okay. I knew I knew her, but I was like, who is that? I kind of know this woman, but I, I couldn't place her, even though I yeah, really liked her in both. It was just, that's how good she was. Yeah. For, I, I recognized her immediately, but I have seen her in two other things, so it's a bit easier for me, I think. 
Um, and I remembered her from the first to the second and then yeah. this time. Um, um, and this is so different for her. And the family dynamic of Jen's family is so bizarre amazing. and so funny. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. Family cocaine. Like, yeah. <laughs> Just have family cocaine. Mom, is this cocaine or Ajax? Your dad says he hasn't bought, hasn't bought any cocaine. It must be Ajax. That was, yeah. Oh my god! And then like, Graham, I want to make love. Yeah. Like, oh my god, <laughs> these people. And then stop by on your way out. Yeah. Like, oh, and she's like, I'm not going to pop in on my way out. And she's like, You should. It's yeah, fine. Pop in. <laughs> and then she goes, and then they're like, Love you. <laughs> like at the end of the conversation, just you know, completely normal family oh stuff. Oh my gosh. And Even th- the stuff with the brother was really funny. I was sad that he wasn't in the movie. Yeah, anymore. your brother could donate his sperm, and the brother's like, Um, what? <laughs> You two could have a baby. (laughs) Oh, Um, my God. Yes. Oh, they were great. It was really great. I mean, she just lightens up any movie she's in. Yeah. She's so wonderful. Yeah. I was also really impressed with um, Celia Piccolo, an Australian comedian. And, like, you and I, because we don't really watch Australian TV, I've never heard of any Australian people who are famous except for – but she's one of the few (laughs) that we've heard of. Yeah. She was really impressive because she – her role had to be a lot straighter. um, And she – but she also had to do the real, like – she had to be also really intense for it to be funny. Mm. Um, and I thought she pulled that off quite well. Yeah, I thought she was really good. I mean, I thought – I didn't – I think I thought everybody was good. Like, everybody did a good job in this. I, mm. Out of um, the two leads, I preferred Jen. Um, I feel like she had more to do, like, mm. and was a more interesting role yeah. overall. I think I liked um, – I liked Mel – there that you go. She was nicer. She and, was nicer. And she also had cool hair. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I mean, no, I just, I, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of liked her. Melon, I, you mean? Melon. <laughs> he never stops calling her that the whole Ever. movie. And I'm just like, it's clearly not Melon. You Melon. You melon. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, the, I, I just found that like that role was the less interesting. But, but I think that's I because. I mean, you're probably right, but. I just liked her better. Because but being then, the nicer person is the less because, But she's role, also the nicer person who still ends up hooking up with a 17-year-old boy. Like, it's kind of an it's an interesting kind of dichotomy there. Yeah. It's legal. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah that, yeah, that was interesting. I mean, it is – like, I was thinking a lot about this if you compare it to um, – what was it? The Russell Crowe, Ryan Gosling – um, oh the good god gu- the, the good guys yeah was that what it's called, it called? something called like that i um, know oh, it's a terrible movie anyway and it was directed by shane black who should know better anyway well okay but like there's a there's definite similarities between the the story like mm, you've the got, nice guys yeah right so right the nice guys so you've got ryan gosling is the melon yeah, role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he is the nicer one yeah he is the younger one he is the yeah um the one that like you know, has the morals. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got the Russell Crowe Jen comparison. Yeah. Where like she is the like the jaded kind of older one. Like, yeah. She's been burnt before kind yeah. of one who um who no, doesn't you, care you, about any doesn't like anybody and all that. You're stuff. not wrong. And I I kind of found myself feeling similarly uncomfortable in similar ways because I really didn't like that movie and it made me feel un- this made me feel uncomfortable in some of the same ways that film did yeah but this is a a, um, a gender role reversal from what we mm. normally get yes in really interesting ways mm. um so which is i think one of the reasons why i liked jen so much 
Like she yeah. is a female ca- type of female character that we very rarely see. Oh yeah. Um, which was really interesting for me. Like, um, I know that you know, women who have sex are more common in movies now. Like, but it's it's more... not as common as you'd think. Like, you don't often see a woman who has lots of sex has no interest in having children or settling down. Like that kind of woman is is not a common character. I think in comedies she's becoming more. Mm. common like especially on tv and stuff Mm. um or in independently made ones i've heard in that book club movie that's coming up that jane fonda is very much like that okay so as kind of like the but she's usually the like or like tiffany haddish Mm. like she's usually the comic relief person yeah which is where i was going with it was that jen is the point of view character for this movie yes more even than mel is Mm mm-hmm and so to have the point of view character, your protagonist be that person. It's very is unusual. like having Russell Crowe be your protagonist for the nice guys. Yeah. And like getting to have somebody who is kind of complicated and not very likable and stuff mm. is really interesting and fun to have a woman character be that person. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I also appreciated this movie looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually really well shot. I was surprised to find out. Like, I knew that two women had directed it, but I didn't know mm. that they were the two women who starred in it as well. Yeah, yeah. That and surprised me. Yeah. And wrote it. Um, it does have a female cinematographer, which yeah, you wrote, I saw you writing down, and a male editor, which is also kind of rare. It, called in that Gin- combination. Yeah. Um, Ginny Lone is, is the cinematographer. And not sure what else she's ma- – like, nothing major. She's done a bit of – like, she's done a lot of stuff in – um. In New Zealand, like shorts and TV stuff, but um, yeah, it, it looks really beautiful. Um, and it, it uses the suburban Auckland kind of settings really well. Like you get a real, you get a real sense of the suburbs. Um, you do, but you don't really get a sense of where they are. No, like, there's only and there's only one bit that I reckon knew where they were because I'd been there. Yeah, it's it's interesting because there's a moment when Mel says, "It's New Zealand." I'll you'll bump definitely into bump you. into each other. Where I was like. Do they do this service for all of New Zealand? Yeah. Like, it was very confusing. <laughs> Auckland. To... But um, I, I see, I got a sense of, I actually kind of liked that because those those New Zealand suburbs where, like, the streets have no lines and it's a sense, it's a feel, New Zealand suburbs feel like a small town even mm. though it's like a, Auckland is a city of a million people. Mm. Um, And I got that feeling quite well. But, I, and the, the, the bit about being in New Zealand, so we'll definitely run into each other again. I thought that was hilarious. I did too. I just, like, I haven't been there. Mm. I haven't been to Auckland. Mm. And because they said she said that, I was like, do they do this? Like, is this a New Zealand-wide service that they oh, provide right. I here? Mean, yeah, it's so... and, and if, but everything's shot in, in Auckland as far as I can yeah. tell. I also really liked the um the um the shot when they get chased by the the girl squad and things oh like my that. Gosh. Like all that stuff, it just looks really good. Yeah, yeah. And it's very cinematic. It's mm. shot in very cinematic ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, Even though it's all very like normal everyday suburban houses, yeah, it's suburban football fields, all that kind of stuff. It it really is quite. I'm also happy to take all of my exposition in the form of. 80s karaoke videos to Celine Dion from now on. Oh my gosh. That Celine Dion karaoke scene was amazing. Not only was it amazing because it was like hilarious, it also provided really important exposition at the same time, which is genius. That is brilliant filmmaking. Yeah. And to- it was all shot in um it was shot in like the four by three ratio of old TV, yeah. 80s TV. Yeah, yeah, it was it was so it's so good mm. because it is just like 
because they do that sort of thing in comedies all the time. Yeah. But they don't tie it into the plot at all. No. And this tied in so nicely that I was so impressed yeah, by yeah. that. That was one of my favorite bits in the whole movie. Yeah, and the, it's, it's, it's all coming back, isn't it? The song that they do it to. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, 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 Definitely, because I was thinking of Jeremy Jordan singing it. Thematic. It's all thematic as well. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, the guy who played Joey, I think, who didn't get a lot to do in the rest of the movie was very funny in that bit mm-hmm. too. Um, I was, yeah, I thought he could have been brought in a little bit more um especially since he's a major plot point but he only gets like three scenes yeah which is a bit weird and like there's no um mel doesn't even see him when he comes back at all no so i thought that was a bit strange i thought maybe they would put more weight on the jen and joey versus mel and and mel and (laughs) mel and um jordan jordan yeah yeah which they didn't do yeah um so it felt it felt a little odd because mm, mm. by the time he'd come back every so often you'd be like who is he again yeah that's right <laughs> i've forgotten who he is yeah, or, you'd, or you'd like oh this guy <laughs> yeah yeah it was just yeah um and that that scene with them in the restaurant was so cringe i said before that it's not cringe in the way of like it's it doesn't it's not cringe in that kind of low budget no no no, no, way, no no but it there's a lot of cringe comedy in here that had me like hiding in my seat oh god when yeah the the restaurant scene there was another one though Oh, the car scene with Mel and Jordan and Jordan's mum. Oh, my God. Where I couldn't Jordan's watch Jordan's mum doesn't have any lines, but she just has to do, like, all this work with her face. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. That, I was like, oh, God, oh, God. It was make awful. It, make it be done. I oh can't God, take it. Jordan has a line about having been in both vaginas. In yes. Oh, God. I hated it so much. Oh, boy. And then, like, mum's going to make us Milo when we get home. Like, oh. oh. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> It was so hard for me to. Mm. I don't do well with that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of. I did okay with that, but that was <laughs> still just. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Like, I, and I thought, like, I've always thought I was bad with cringe comedy. Like, I can't watch Mr. Bean. Yeah. I can't watch Mr. Bean. It it drives me up the wall. Yeah. Um, I actually had to teaching recently. They watched. They were doing drama and they were watching Mr. Bean for like uh. mime kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, he's very clever and it's all done very well. I hate it. I feel like mm. crawling out of my skin when I watch it. And this gave <laughs> me that same sense where it's just because it's so yeah. clueless and awful and he's so, like, mean and doesn't care about the consequences of things. Yeah. But it was the cluelessness, I think, with Jordan that made me go, oh, so the cluelessness to how awkward it was in the car. Oh, yeah. So it was just getting worse. Yeah. I hated it. No. I Yeah, I understand. Something One thing I did really enjoy, though, was, like, the little bits of just – kind of progressive feminism in there. So um, Madeline Sammy is gay or bisexual. I don't know. She's married to a woman. And she plays a, a canon bisexual character. Um, yeah, but we never see her with any women. We don't. Um, but that's not totally where I was going with that. But, but I, and so I liked that, that um, she was like canonically bisexual and all that. But there's a bit in a nightclub where she talks about a wank bank. Yeah. And she's – uh, and she's she talks about how um you know you can just look around the room and in, that's in the bank. I mean there might be some consent issues about that. I've never actually heard anyone like fully articulate that consent stuff like that before because it is there are, are consent issues in like in you know fantasizing about people who you don't know and haven't given you permission to do so. But um she, she it's kind of just passed off as fun. And then there's another scene where the two of them are sitting 
on on the front of the car on the car bonnet looking out over the harbor and a woman walks along with a dog and they say oh here's a couple of dodgy looking guys down that way you might want to go back up to the street where it's well lit Hmm. and it's just like this these sort of moments um that i thought were really interesting that i've never seen in a movie before yeah i enjoyed those moments too i liked that too i i was a bit frustrated about like the buy-in name only kind of thing where they were like yeah. she's bisexual but we only we never see like, her with you, a man you could yeah. have at least seen her hooking up with a woman at one point in the movie well there's especially clearly, since the movie has like gay kissing and right stuff. and there's quite clearly some chemistry between her and celia piccola like there's the yeah. scene with the two of them when she goes back to apologize like there's real chemistry there i actually thought the movie was going to have those two end up together yeah um, i sort of thought that i for thought a bit. that was that was where that was going to go so yeah i i it is a little surprising. Like, obviously, like, you can be bisexual and, and not necessarily be, you know, dating both genders at the same time kind of thing. But, um, yeah. You, you can, but this is a – they, they Because it's a trope that, like, there's, you know, on TV and movies well, where Well, the trope like, around bisexuality is that, that bi women are really just going through a phase until they get become straight and that bi men are really just going through a phase until they've settled down as gay. Like, that's the truth around it. No, but, like, if you look at the history of bi women in movies and TV and stuff, they are, like, will say that they're bi a lot and then kiss a girl once and then it's, like... Yeah. And then they marry a man or whatever or it's never brought up again. Mm -hmm. So, like, to see that in this movie was strange because it's... Especially finding out that Madeline Sammy is married to a woman, it's, like, you didn't kind of... it, It seems odd. Yeah. Um, that they would go for that kind of idea when it is such a trope. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it, it would have been – because there were plenty of, like, flashback points at which they could have kind of done it. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, because I, I think even Joey has a line about, when I wasn't cheating on you with with um, with Mel, it was me and Mel and said, like, yeah, these yeah. other women's names. And so, like, it, you could have easily brought in one of the, the other, like, X of an X kind of thing and had that go happen or something and just shown it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought um, – I just thought that was odd. Mm. And then in the, also at the beginning of the movie, it seems like they might be playing off some things as like some of the um, clients that they have as like jokes that yeah. came across as slightly homophobic, well, well, but yeah, they like, kind of wrapped that up better by the end. Yeah. Um, with the cute little couple that got together, that was so cute. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> there was really the happy. first guy who was like, uh, just because we have gay marriage doesn't mean you have to go all in. And then, but then you do have the other guy where he's trying to break up this guy and his girlfriend, and and then they get it together. That's sweet. Well, yeah, it is because yeah. the guy, the guy is there. Yeah, that yeah. he's trying to break up. Like it's yeah, not yeah, like it's he's adorable. doing it without his um, knowledge. But yeah, it's really it, it, that was really cute. I was glad that that. I think that kind of. Um, mm. But there's you know, and then there's the like horny lady cop as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really, it's really funny, but like the movie kind of goes all in on the gay men, mm. but there's no actual like lesbian things that happen except for the main characters kissing and then going, no, it's yeah. gross. We don't ever want to do that again. And then the horny so, lady cop. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's strange is all. Like it, yeah. the way that it plays out in the movie is strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm going through my notes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a curry potato. White people love that joke. Yeah. <laughs> Made me laugh really hard. Yeah. Um, well, and in the 80s video, 
when they drop the champagne bottle and the first time it bounces and then they do a second shot. And then there's an explosion. Oh my God. It was amazing. I cried laughing. I don't know why I found that so funny, but I found that so funny. It's so hilarious. And it's just such a small moment of like absolute perfection. Because it, it, yeah, it's that because it's that karaoke video thing yeah, where yeah, they're like, yeah. "Oh, we didn't get the first shot, but we'll leave it in the video anyway." Yeah. <laughs> like, it was so funny to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was funny to me when the bottle bounced. Then when they did the second shot, I was gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, I see. Also, the the scene where they go to the police station, yeah, oh my has God. to go through so many steps where they could just say no, I and know. this is the bad life choice. Like, there's so many points at which they have to say no. Or it's going to get out of control. And they don't. And they and you know, it's not like it's a surprise that it's going to get out of control. Mm. They walk into a police station in fake uniforms. They know this isn't going to go well. Why mm. do they keep saying yes? Yeah, I know. Like, she says, can I see the file on a man who's not disappeared where they don't have a file in that police station? Don't go in there. Yeah, I know. It's so frustrating. I know. Like just... it's, and it's all just for the comedy payoff of them stripping. Yeah. Which I don't think is worth. No, the, it, it like, isn't. It's not that funny. No, it's not that funny, and it's not fun. And it's not funny enough to like justify them doing something that idiotic up until that. Yeah, point. I, and I also like. I, I know one of our main characters is bisexual, but the queer policewoman, like very heavily coded lesbian policewoman, yeah, uh, doesn't. Yeah, she's really butch, and she doesn't get any lines no. really. Like, well, she gets like a couple of lines, like "Oh, you guys are in the wrong uniform" kind yeah. of thing. Oh, you strippers, but. I don't like the way they use her as a bit of a joke in that sense. Like yeah. I, I have some discomfort around the way she's used, especially when they bring her back at the footy club at the end. Yeah, that that's what I mean. Like the, yeah. with the – anyway. Um, yeah, slightly homophobic stuff. Yeah, yeah, but that whole scene, I was like, no, don't do this very dumb – Jen is smarter than this. Mel definitely isn't. But Jen no. is smarter than this. Jen is, absolutely. <laughs> um, like if it was just Mel getting them caught and like the scene afterwards where it gets out of hand mm. and they keep fighting until like they tell this family that the – that the woman has died by accident oh, and it goes totally God. out of hand. And then I, kids arrive, yeah. Yeah, which I actually found quite, like, funny in the kind of dark humour way, but you can see how that got there, mm. right? Like, they didn't... Terrible life choices. <laughs> yes, but it's because they were fighting. They weren't thinking about where they were. Mm. Um, they weren't thinking about, like, they were caught up in the fight. Mm. And not thinking about, but that, that the there's no excuse for the other part. No, there's no excuse. They're not caught up in anything. They have to drive all the way to the police station. No, right. And it could have been really easy to be like, "Oh, we're not going back to the station. We're on patrol." Yeah. Or you can't get in the car with us. We need to go and do blah. Like, yeah. There's so many places. So many to ways stop you it. could have like not done that. Yes. So that it yeah. was just too much for me. I was like, "This is stupid." Mm. Um, yeah, there, were, there definitely were some moments like that. Yeah. These were the things that kind of – that were too much for me in this yeah. movie that I was like, no, this is – you really needed to rein this back in mm. and think of something else Yeah, for and this, this is what I was saying about the terribleness of the – like maybe it is the terribleness of decisions rather than the terribleness of the people because they are both very engaging. But it just – like there are so many times when you're just like, this is clearly ridiculous and clearly going past where I'm comfortable mm. like and not in a good – this is going, taking me past my comfort zone and making me laugh way. <laughs> yeah, there were a few times yeah. when it just didn't work. And if it had worked as a, like on the comedy level, it probably would have been better, but it yeah. didn't. No. Yeah. Um, I, I really... But then there's some really like insightful lines later on as well. Yeah. Where they hit the, you know, the theme of the movie home when funny, like when um, 
the assistant goes, this whole thing's made up and stuff like that. Mm. Um, where like, it's not so on the nose that it's feels wrong for the scene, mm. but it's also talking about what Jen's going through in that time. Yeah. That I thought was quite good. Yeah, I thought that was good. I am um, one thing I I would call out to is Jen's costumes were amazing. Like she's always really well dressed, really like tailored clothes and like little clutch bags and heels and things. She's so like perfect for that her the class of character that she is. Which is why it's so great at the end of the movie when she gets dressed up like um with with Seppa's friends. With Seppa's friends and it's she just looks so out of place and yeah. it's hilarious. Mm. Like that, it works so well and she looks so uncomfortable in it and everything and it's really mm. clever. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she does the like white lady dancing on the street and everything, it's so good. It's she so just, well done. Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons why I like her so much is she goes so far, like mm. she makes fun of herself so much and goes so far yeah. out of her comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and, and it's sort of played up like this is a $200 skirt and then Mel's like, why would you spend that much on a skirt? And and the um And like she's – after she's hooked up with her Tinder date, played by Jermaine Clement, she's like, oh, I haven't got any undies on. Yes. <laughs> that whole bit. <laughs> the hookup with Jermaine Clement was very funny too. Oh those two gosh. together, would it would have been great to see more of that because yes. those two are Hilarious. clearly on the same level in terms of like on the same wavelength mm-hmm. in terms of comedy that worked really well for them. Oh, there was a line reading as well that I just like thought was amazing. It's from the the guy in Seppa's like girl group yeah, the yeah. really really gay one and he says why should she help you bitch <laughs> the <laughs> funniest thing yeah it's so good the girl gang when um they go so when jen goes to step his job at the bank and the girl yeah. the girl gang just like show up behind her yes do you do the everything to best the best and they're all in their bank uniforms yes. so they literally it's all work so the same good. job it's so good. amazing it so- and the fact that they work at a bank is also hilarious yeah um like yeah 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 that's right because she's when she's like in her casual clothes with her midriff tops and she's like the toughest girl on the sidelines watching Mm. her boyfriend play footy it's so innocuous to see her like at the bank you know like closing up for the day and being thank you ma'am incongruous incongruous yes yeah it's really yeah it is it's really funny funny. it's just those moments are so good and she is great like that Mm. girl does that so well yeah um um, Anna Scottney or Anna Scottney yeah. yeah she was really good um there was a weird little reference to Remember the Titans at the end of the movie that I thought was so strange. Yeah, and they I mean they 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 had him win a contract with the Gold Coast Titans just so they could make that joke. Yes. It was so strange. Um, it was like of all the things to reference in this movie, like does does somebody really love that movie or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so odd. Um but, you know, it was right before the dance number. And well, you know I think, I'm a sucker for a dance number, yeah. especially to a song that was, like, huge when I was in high school. Yeah. It was very funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the Remember the Titans thing is they wanted him to have this rugby league contract in Australia because that's, like, you know, the highest ambition for a 17-year-old boy who's good at football and in his position and not very bright. Like, the idea of a footy contract. But also, like, it's the kind of thing that dudes who are talking themselves up will say to their mates. Like, oh, yeah, I've definitely got a contract with the Gold Coast Titans. But he does. And he lies he really about it at the beginning. Yeah, he really does have the thing. Yeah. Um, And so that is kind of – and they, they needed an Australian football team to pick. So they just picked that one. Like, that made sense. Um, I swear they also, picked it for the joke, though. But, yeah, they did. Well, they were like, we need to have an Australian football team. And they probably looked down the list of football teams and went – Titans. There's a team called the Titans. We can do that. Or maybe they maybe. just follow rugby league and they know. I team. feel like they did it because somebody really loved the movie or something. Maybe. Like, and so they could have to remember the Titans out. joke at the end. I, yeah. don't, I don't know. 
Yeah, I thought the dance, I just really enjoyed the dance number. Yeah. <laughs> that was really fun. So um, fun. And I liked the beginning and ending montages as well. I don't know that the mid credit scene was necessary particularly. I thought that was strange. Mm. Like I would have understood if there was a bunch of like little outtakey bits or something. Yeah. But like just having that felt a little yeah odd mm. and pointless. But the montage at the end where like she bumps into Celia Picola in the street, that perfect. Nemo ne- found him. Needed that. Yeah. That was funny. They call the baby Nemo, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you needed the – I, I like that they that. put closure on some of the yeah. things. That was good. Um, and we got a little bit more of um, um, of the mother, which is like – any more of Rima too with Miata. Yeah. She's so funny. She's just brilliant. Like yeah. she I think she's in every New Zealand movie at the moment and she's, uh, yeah. she's great. Like Between Rachel House. Her and Rachel House, yeah. <laughs> the two just put Let's make put... a movie with Rima Tewiata and Rachel House. Yeah. Just I know those that's two. right. <laughs> no, those two just should just get together and write and direct something that they both star in together. Yeah, like, like this. this. Yeah. But this for um older women. Yeah. yeah well, it's, I, it's actually kind of impressive. Like but these women are Old, they're not older they're like late 30s early 40s but they both like have children and stuff mm. as well they're just and they um you know they're clearly a comedy duo who does quite a bit of this stuff um and that was really cool yes i can hear be wanting to go home so should we rate the movie yeah we should rate the movie um three and a half stars for me yeah i'm kind of tossing up between three and three and a half i think for like because it is like this little homegrown movie and everything i'm gonna go three and a half i did the same i'm inclined if to it, generosity for that yeah if it was a big budget movie i would have gone like three yeah there's definitely things yeah that just would way too yeah. much for me but because it's a little homegrown movie and because it's um taika watiti using his power for good mm. to mentor new upcoming female filmmakers i think yeah three and a half absolutely and yeah it's so different from the stuff we normally get from like female filmmakers and yeah and i i really appreciate that and like yeah. so the characters are so different from the characters we normally get so. yeah no i really liked that as well yeah okay thank you very much for listening to the silver screen queens podcast if you'd like to find old episodes or uh, show notes for this one uh it's on our website silverscreenqueens.com if you want to uh find us on social media we can we're on twitter at screen underscore queens facebook.com forward slash silver screen queens and tumblr.silverscreenqueens.com on tumblr thank you for listening bye bye